Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live on a celebration of Michigan's national championship in football last night in Houston, dominating Washington. Unbelievable performance by the defense and the Lions just owned the place. They were amazing. Harbaugh, the celebration, the way he honored all 100 players. Just the perfect evening for the Michigan fans in attendance. We had a great crowd at Johnny Brands on Leonard on the west side of GR. If you're a Michigan fan, it was the perfect season. And as I mentioned right afterwards, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I think this Michigan team, on and off the field, the storylines, what they went through, the greatest one-year team college football has ever seen. It doesn't mean they were the most talented, the greatest one-year team. And that was the theme for the team all season long. That's one of our Honolulu Maize and Blue huge questions of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Was this the greatest one-year college football team you've ever seen? Is J.J. gone? Will he stay? Doesn't look NFL ready to me. Great leader, great college QB right now. All he does is win. I don't know how that translates from college football to the NFL. I've never heard anybody say, yeah, we drafted him at number one overall because he wins. It's never happened. Harbaugh, you know, he he has all the trump cards in his hand right now. You want the deal? Santa Ono, having breakfast with him, as Ballas said last hour, wants him to stay, doing everything he can. NFL had another opening for Abel, fired by the Titans. I do think he'll end up replacing Belichick if Belichick is shown the door by Kraft in New England. But is there that right fit for Harbaugh? A place where he could draft J.J. in the second round, low first round. Could guarantee it. I don't know. I think Antonio Pierce and the Raiders played pretty well at the end. They just need a quarterback. Chargers are going to get hit with a salary cap. There's a reason a lot of these coaches were fired. They don't have talent. How the Titans ever traded away A.J. Brown is mind-boggling. So I hear in his voice, I feel a, this is my last ride, 
But on the flip side, after talking to a lot of the Michigan insiders for the Wolverine.com, it could be he's just at peace. He knows he has the support at Michigan, the support of the fan base, has a national championship ring, and everything this point moving forward is gravy because look how long you can live off a Super Bowl or national championship ring. I'm not lying. You get at least, I'll say, before Lloyd Carr got the heat, what year are we talking then? How many years did you get? I don't know. What, what, do you get minimum 10 years of the national championship? Old school, new school. I mean, my God, you, you might get two years, but Michigan fan has been through a lot. So I don't know if Harbaugh's gone. You can tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank. Hey, they're opening up new branches. Not a lot of banks are doing that. A lot of banks are closing down, saving bottom line money. We're going to do everything on the app. Not Mercantile Bank. They value customer service and locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. Let's go to Chris and Jennison in the Grand Rapids area listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. You're on the HUGE show. Chris. Hey, Huge. How's yeah. it going? I'm doing good, buddy. What's on your mind? Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, I just want to uh, do a little bit of a debate about uh, Michigan being the, the greatest team ever. In your one, one year. One year. I'm talking single season. Right. Exactly. So um, I would go with the 2001 Miami Hurricanes. Okay. A great team. They had 17 first-round picks. 38 overall picks. They averaged 42.6 points per game and only allowed 9.75 points per game. You're a smart man. Um, I can run down the list of no, 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 no. So, I can you, run down the list, Chris. Chris, and I know what you're saying, uh, buddy. That I'm not saying the most talented. That Miami team, they didn't deal with uh, their coach being suspended for six games or the Connor Stallions or Big Ten mess. I'm talking the greatest team that played together as a team. There is a difference. I didn't say the most talented team because, yeah, you could look at Burrow, Chase, Jefferson, right? You could look at LSU, some of those Alabama teams, Georgia team that uh, won it all that had like, you know, 15 dudes drafted. I, I get that. But my balance, Chris, and thanks for the call in Jenison, they're the best team. That I've seen. They are. And what they dealt with on and off the field comes into play. Most talented? No. I agree with that. Let's go talk to Doug Skeen. He's a happy man. Anytime he sees the big boys up front on both sides of the ball pushing people around. And he's a five-time Big Ten champion, late 80s, early 90s at Michigan. Co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast with Chris Ballas. At the Wolverine.com. He texted me right after the game last night. He was one happy camper. How you doing, Skeener? I'm doing great today, Bill. Thanks. National champs, huh? Mm. It's it's weird to say that out loud, isn't it? It's weird to think I was I was looking back just in the last four or five weeks of the season, starting with the, the, the mess at Penn State and and being without Coach Harbaugh and what Michigan did at Penn State and then a little bit of adversity there and the Maryland was a pesky team, but then Ohio State, the Iowa team with their defense, and then the Rose Bowl against Alabama, and then we beat our red-hot Washington team. It's incredible what this football team did this year. 
and the rare amount of focus that these guys had amongst themselves, it's something we'll always remember. Yeah, because I want to go back. I'm going to have Superfly. We've been busy with the national championship run. I'm going to go to our Tullymore Spring and Fall Football Summits and what you, I, you and me, uh, Ballas, Borton, uh, Safey, what we all predicted uh, back in May of 2023 and also into August in 2023 because I think most of us felt the trigger game was going to be that game at Penn State and Michigan hung on and J.J. was banged up and they found a way to win minus Harbaugh, the drama we didn't know at the time. And that really set up this run to be an undefeated Big Ten champion. Before that, Ohio State knocked off again and then taking care of business against one of the SEC big boys in Alabama who crushed Georgia and Washington, whose offense for the most part was unstoppable all season long. Yeah, Bill, I, when you go back and you listen to the tapes from Tullymore, you're going to hear myself, I think you and a couple other guys are going to say this team's going to run the table and win it all, which was a bold thing to say because we haven't seen Michigan do this since 1997 in the old system of college football. But we said back in the spring and we said it again in the fall, this team had enough parts and pieces amongst all the position groups to get the job done. The question was going to be, could they perform in the biggest of moments and the biggest of stages? And they did. And, and it's incredible looking back on it because it was, it was something that we thought they could absolutely do. But I think there was still a little bit of doubt that they were actually going to be able to perform and do it. I know Ballas picked them to lose at Penn State, and the reality is, for anybody that's been to Penn State on a whiteout game, it is, in my experience, I never played there, but I've been there a couple times as a spectator on the sideline. It's the second loudest stadium I've ever been in my life behind Ohio Stadium. It is a difficult place to play, and I understand why Chris picked them to lose that game, but, uh, you know, they they got it done in in – in a tough environment, without their coach, and then that springboarded them. They galvanized that locker room, and that Michigan versus everybody thing came out. And I really think, looking back on it, it was a propelling moment when they benched Harbaugh before that football game. Yeah, just so much. Uh, when you go back to our August Tullymore Fall Football Summit, we got wind, I think, on that Monday that Harbaugh, the university self-imposed three-game sanction like minutes before I think we were going on air. If not, we had just uh, started. And what this team weathered. And then Connor Stallions in the Big Ten and the NCAA and uh, running investigators at uh, players and coaches. And Doug, why I've anointed this Michigan team the greatest one-year team I've ever seen in college football, not based on all these guys are going to play in the NFL, is that they played like a team and they weathered so many on the field and off the field attempts and they still stood as champions last night it's incredible and, and don't forget they lost their linebacker coach in the middle of this championship run too partridge was fired because of whatever he did or didn't do there and so there was just an incredible amount of obstacles put in the way of this football team and they just kept going i think you're right bill i, I was texting some of my buddies that i played with at michigan last night as we watched the game wind down this is the greatest group of guys to ever wear the uniform at Michigan. In over 100 years of football, it's unbelievable what they did. They're better than the 97 team. 
which was the previous standard. And that 97 team with a couple Hall of Fame NFL guys and a whole bunch of other NFL guys and all the greatest players. And I think I heard, uh, I read uh, Steve Hutchinson said the same thing. He was on that team. This is the greatest football team in the history of our program. It's the greatest team effort, focus effort, I've ever seen in college football because, as I heard you before I came on, this wasn't the most talented football talent team we've ever seen in college football, certainly not in the last 10 years. What they overcame redefined what it means to stay together as a team. You know, and add in losing Zenner, too, in the Ohio State game. Uh, If we want to go down this constant checklist of what this team overcame or next man up, you know, outside of losing J.J., they had issues all across the board and guys who missed games or couldn't play. And J.J. didn't play hurt, though. He, he sucked it up and played hurt against Penn State. That's why they weren't throwing the football. Yeah, J.J. showed some toughness. I know our middle linebacker had his hand all wrapped up all season long there. And, yeah, so Zinter goes down with a snapped leg. Trent A. Jones comes in at right tackle. They move Barnhart into right guard, and they don't miss a beat. Uh, mm. Bill, I, I tracked I tracked the old line performance last night. AJ had pressures. I think he was touched in the pocket as a passer. He was touched three times, no sacks, no tackles for loss. And this is a reshuffled offensive line. Again, credit to Sharon Moore, the offensive line coach, who's worked wonders with that group in the last few years. And so, again, more accolades and the, and the story behind the story of what this team did. Doug Skeen is a five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s. He's also part of the Michigan Football Podcast. Heard weekly with Chris Ballas at TheWolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking about Michigan winning the national championship. I didn't see the early picks for the college football playoff expanded format from the CBS Sports College Football crew. They have Michigan as a two-seed in the 12-team playoff. And I know we've discussed that it seems Harbaugh would be gone. He talked about the players needing a union and a piece of the pot today, and I think that's a big part of what the Big Ten and NCAA are doing, this subversive constant hits on Harbaugh, trying to get him to run to the NFL. Uh, but Santa Ono, Ballas said that he's doing everything he can to keep him. The collective money will be there to keep guys around for another year, including J.J. McCarthy, so... Uh, has this weekend changed my outlook on whether Harbaugh leaves for the NFL or if J.J. comes back? Well, it hasn't changed mine. I, th- I think if, if if I could draw it up, I think Jim Jim probably leaves for the NFL. I don't feel any different about that today than I did a few days ago. In fact, I probably feel even more, uh, more that he'll leave because he's got this trophy and this experience and uh, this mountain that he's climbed. And I think he's, as we said before, one of the most competitive guys that walks this earth or ever has, and he desperately wants the next challenge. And I think the next challenge for him is not another college football title, but a Lombardi trophy like his brother's got, and his brother might get another one this year. I think he probably wants that. And that's not that Michigan is not going to give him all the tools and resources he needs or would need to continue to have success at Michigan. I just think Jim is a guy who can look at the next thing that hasn't been done, and he's going to want to go do that. As far as J.J. goes, uh, as far as, you know, as clutch as he was in that Rose Bowl game and a couple of those plays last night were really, really good. If this, if this young man wants to be a high first-round draft pick, I'd, 
I didn't see it last night. I didn't see it in the Rose Bowl either, Bill. I saw a guy who was really good who could be even better. And so, I, you know, again, J.J. will do what's best for him and his family, as all these young men do nowadays. But if I were just saying, hey, Doug, do you think that J.J. should leave for the NFL or should he stay in polish and then maybe ascend to next year's draft board? I would pick the latter. Good, but not great for J.J. McCarthy, which – Good versus great has been a common theme through our <laughs> Tullymore well, spring and well, fall Bill. football summits. And ironically, Stafford and golf are meeting Sunday night in the playoffs. <laughs> it's the Tullymore golf no, fall football summit this. Super Bowl. You got to put JJ in the great category in Michigan history. You have to do that. He's won championships. He's got the big ring that none of us got when we played there, except for just a few teams. So he's in that category. Is he first round? Is he top 10 NFL good right now? Is he that great right now? No. I don't think so. That's my point about great. He's great as a college QB because he wins, but does it translate? And we'll see that. Skeener, I got to get to a network break. Man, I, I appreciated all your input all season long on Michigan football. If Harbaugh or J.J. leaves soon, we'll jump back in and grab you again. Uh, you're great at what you do. I'll I'll see you in person at the Tullymore uh, Golf Resort Spring Football Summit in May. Can't wait, Bill. Go Blue. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, back at you, Doug Skeen, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Skeener lives on the east side of the state. Speaking of the east side, the ultimate fishing show Detroit happens Thursday through Sunday at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And I will be live at the Impact Power Sports setup in Novi at the Suburban Collection Showplace, broadcasting Friday 3 until 6. Lomas Brown is going to have his Lions golf cart. Drew told me from Impact they're going to have the huge golf cart that will be there. You can enter to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. Right now, just text IMPACT to 21000 and you'll be in the drawing this summer at the Huge Show Golf Event at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Text I-M-P-A-C-T to 21000. If you want to meet Lomas and see the cart, stop by the Impact Power Sports booth uh, all weekend long, but Lomas will be there Friday, 2 until 4 p.m. Impact Power Sports, all the power toys you need, now an official Yamaha golf cart dealer. They're a destination from all across the state. You'll find Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. And if you're looking for your own custom golf cart, any color, any style, anything you need on it, Drew and his crew can do it on site. So maybe for your neighborhood, for your workplace, for your golf club, for the lake house, go get it done before the golf season hits at Impact Power Sports. Stop in and see Drew and his crew, 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of GR. And again, uh, the newest Yamaha golf cart go-to dealer in the state of Michigan and more locations coming soon across the state. 2024 will be huge for Drew and his crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, we get a lot of requests for comments, huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows. Our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere, simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. And you can catch up and listen on your schedule for free when you want to. Just search The Huge Show, 
where you download podcasts. And if you need to find your local radio station on the Michigan Sports Network that carries us weekdays at 3, check it out right now at thehugeshow.net. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. No easy week ahead for Michigan State's men's basketball team. A game at Illinois on Thursday night. And after being ranked number four in the Associated Press preseason poll, it obviously has been a struggle to this point through nearly half the regular season, 15 games down. 16 to go, a 9-6 record, albeit somewhat surprising maybe on Sunday night with a 14-point loss at Northwestern, coming on the heels of a five-game winning streak. Now the Spartans have now lost three straight to Northwestern and four of the last five. How do you figure that? So if Michigan State loses at Illinois, the Spartans would be 1-4 in the Big Ten, a record Tom Izzo has never held with the Spartans. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Fish On, the ultimate fishing show Detroit, January 11th through 14th. At the Suburban Collection Showplace with over seven acres of the newest fishing tackle, fishing boats, and fishing trips. Take it from fishing pro Mark Zona. This is the largest pure fishing show in the country. It's the Fishing Boat Show. Buy from dealers who know how to rig them right. Shop fishing tackle only available once a year. Seminars on five stages. Meet guides and lodge owners. The Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit, January 11th through 14th at the Suburban Collection Showplace. Whoa, put that one in the box. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting live for the Suburban Collection Showplace in Detroit for the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit. I'll be there Friday 3 until 6, statewide broadcast. Lomas Brown will be at the Impact Power Sports booth where you can register to win Lomas's Lions golf cart. It's this Thursday through Sunday, the Ultimate Fishing Show Detroit at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Look for the huge show in Lomas Brown there Friday starting at 2 p.m. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show, and each and every Tuesday we bring in the coach, John Beeline. We talk hoops, life, and more. It's presented by Dorn Mayhew and the managing shareholder for the Grand Rapids office for Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey. Joins us each and every week. Josh, how you doing? I'm good. After last night, I'm real good. Man, Michigan's defense and offensive line, they were spectacular. John, did you watch the game with family, friends, some Michigan 
I, alumni down there I in Florida? It, uh, I watched it. I watched it alone because I, I came home uh, from the Big Ten Network weekend, and just Kathleen was up in Michigan, so I watched it by myself. It was wonderful. It was again just like uh, so many of their games this year. So such an efficient team that just they make it look easy. They make it look easy, and it isn't. But they do. They make it look that way. Yeah, their defense and offensive line were actually dominating. If you go back to the last two games, and Washington was one of the top offensive scoring teams in the country, Alabama's Alabama, and the Michigan defense, offensive line, J.J. made plays when he had to. He wasn't spectacular. And Donovan Edwards with the two long runs, he scored too early to get the MVP. Corum got most of the carries the rest of the way. And just a celebration, uh, the Michigan fan base, Alumni Association, all the photos from Houston. They had the Michigan takeover. You've been there. Uh, you've been down in Texas for a championship game in San Antonio. Yeah. The Michigan fan base is amazing, isn't it, John? I, you, you know what? When we were, we came out of the hotel in, in San Antonio, and it was our first time, Ward Manuel being the AD, that we went to the championship and he was the AD. And, and we came out of the Marriott, and it's far as you could see on each side, it was Michigan fans and taking over San Antonio as far as you could see. And I, I think even he then at this time, you know, looked and said, this thing is amazing and really recognized how big basketball was to the university. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's something that, you know, I traveled around and we got California, New York City, wherever we went. The Michigan fan base is there, and they travel, yes, but really they're everywhere in the in the world, and uh, they'll show up. They'll show up for these games for sure. Yeah, it was an amazing scene uh, down in Houston uh, for that national championship game. And Josh, you've been to a lot of Michigan and Michigan State events. Uh, both fan bases. I'll say this: uh, you know, you watch the MSU fan base travel. Uh, out west for any bowl, any big Izzo tournament game, Maui, uh, the aircraft carrier game. We're blessed in this state to have two fan bases that will go anywhere to support their teams. We really do. Uh, I had my kids down at the Big Ten Championship, and what a what I mean, we we own seventy five percent of that fan base there, and it's we do we travel well. Our our fans care um, about the teams, and it's it's really fun to see. Uh, John, you were at Michigan as the head basketball coach when Jim Harbaugh was hired. When, when was the first time you started to hear that Harbaugh was going to be the head football coach and maybe your first conversation with him or the impact Harbaugh had immediately up until what you watched sitting there last night seeing Michigan win the 2023 National Championship? Well, I, I think, you know, there was always there was always rumors of him coming in the time before that when they hired Brady Hoke. And then, uh, but, but when he came in this time, you know, I was involved a little bit in just going some things, but it was in the middle of our season. So it was like, hey, uh, I, we, we talked for a little bit, but he had so many things going on, and truthfully, so did I. So, and then uh, we didn't travel as much together as I did maybe with Brady and Rich, in, in, in the past, but it, you know, he, he has worked so hard to get this program where it is right now. And this has not been easy. He got in there and in, 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 in fairness to Brady Hope, the team, he left them a pretty good team, got a great quarterback and they excelled with that. But then he has sort of rebuilt it again in his own image. And I think that's really the, the strength of a coach who can go through a few rebuilds 
during that time being at a, at a particular school. And he's proven that, you know, now the, the number of years he's been there, he's, uh, he's gone through the thick and the thin right now. And he's on the top of the world. And I, I'm happy for him, his family, the staff's families, they, they go through a, a long, a long season where those coaches are up at five in the morning and, and they're there seven days a week. And now they get a chance to get a little bit of a rest, even though I bet they'll all be recruiting almost right away and back on the road. John, you've been there where the team's struggling and fans and media and maybe even people inside the University of Michigan doubt, hey, is he the guy? Harbaugh yeah. went through that multiple times. You've been through it. And yeah. when, when you do get over that hump and you make the comeback or achieve what people expected, you and your teams and staff – to achieve, it has to be so gratifying, especially for Harbaugh last night on that stage. You can see the melancholy look and feel to his voice. I sense Harbaugh is done with all the NFL jobs that are going to be open, and he'll leave on top and always be remembered for that. Uh, but the comeback of a team, a coaching staff, truly makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, he hasn't been afraid to embrace change either along his time. So, uh, you know, I wish I knew that feeling. This is the one, the one little bit of jealousy that I have that's been on that stage. Every time I see that American flag go out and take over the whole field, I think back of San Antonio, Atlanta, and just wish we'd been, uh, that I had been a little bit better as a coach to get us to the championship. But that feeling that he must have had that, that I, I missed out on, but uh, it's got to be one of great contentment. I always say, uh, the coffee's the at the big wings. The coffee's got to taste incredible the next morning, and uh, and maybe a glass of wine the night the after the game too. It's got to all taste great. Life is just good when you're in this position. Well, I guess if we want to break down Atlanta, uh, it was goaltending, and if we want to talk about San Antonio, you had guys just having their career night shooting the rock. I don't think it was on coaching at all. In either situation, John, I, I think Michigan fans and uh, Josh, you can attest to it. Uh, John Beeline uh, was and still is as good as it gets when it came to coaching basketball. Absolutely. Without question. Yeah, he's just he was the man. I mean, it was goaltending. And then the Vill- well, Villanova, who who hit like the one dude, he went to the NBA. I think he, he might still be with the Bucks. Who was the guy that hit like 11 threes? Uh, he, he, <laughs> he came off the bench and hit. Yeah. He's from Villanova. He's with the Knicks right now. Yeah. And, uh, who is that? Who's it, who is the name? Got it, Josh. I is always it? forget his name. So do too. I. It's like Italian. Like DiVincenzo. Yeah, DiVincenzo. Yeah, yeah, DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo. Yeah. DiVincenzo. Yeah. I've been to DiVincenzo. It's right down in front of the God. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. came out. And Didn't just, he hit like 10 threes? He did. Uh, yeah, he, he had seven. We, we had the same thing, too. Felt like 12. <laughs> Remember when, when Luke Hancock did the same thing with Louisville, too. Came out of nowhere and made five or six threes. But, of course, we had Spike do the same. Oh, yeah, but what what about the goaltending call, too? No goaltending call. The block. Uh, the, the block not or the, the block, yeah, the block, the goaltending, right. They called yeah, the, yeah, the, oh, they called the foul, and it was a big it was a big four-point swing right there. Yeah, but you, you were close, I mean, man. Yeah, so at any, at any rate, I, I'm not going to – I I wish we could have got it. I, I'm not going to deny that, but at the same time, to get there and get there twice was very fulfilling. And look at the guys you cranked out, some of the best shooters the NBA still has. Man, I'm telling you, when you look at what John did and 
Duncan Robinson from like a D3 guy to $92 million deal. Well, probably wrong on that number. I've been wrong on four numbers in a row, coach. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is yeah. – I, I know you want to cut down the nets, uh, the, the one, yeah. you know, the final moment there. I, I get that. But you, you did so many great things at uh, Michigan. And speaking of Michigan, before we're done, and Josh Garvey, who is managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, and their Grand Rapids office joining Coach Beeline. We talk hoops each and every week on the Huge Show, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms, world headquarters in Troy, Michigan. And Josh, with his great team here at the Dorn Mayhew office in Grand Rapids in downtown GR. Uh, Michigan, uh, uh, he let Phil Martelli coach because Phil had the Philadelphia roots. That seems strange. Michigan, it can score. But it just seems at the end of games, the last five, six minutes, John, I don't know if guys are getting tight. Whatever is happening, that they're not a horrible team to watch. They're just not closing out games. Well, I, I think when do you close out games? Sometimes it might be those 10 turnovers they had in the first half. They just cannot turn the ball over the way that they do and win games. It's just that's the formula to beat yourself. Uh, Penn State had five turnovers, they had 19. So it's like you're playing a game with somebody and you say, okay, we're going to keep score, but you get the ball the first 15 times and then we'll play after that. Because that was the difference in the, in the turnovers. And it, it's just so hard. They're closer than people think. Michigan fans, don't give up. They're closer than they think uh, because they do have some talent, but Taking care of that rock, whether it's something they can take care of or they got to continue to practice in in uh, in their practices because they do have two or three days a week to practice. Actually, four days a week to practice. They can get better now if they work at it. But that would be my big thing: is take care of the rock, and then your defense will be helped by it because you you know you don't get those run out turnovers that are that they had the other night that are. They're going to score ninety nine percent on that on those type of plays, but I think they're close. I'm not down, I'm down on I'm down on the fact that they're they're what one and three in the league, and the same thing goes to Michigan State. I'll take you right into that one too. You know, every there's a lot of hate may go on. They lost at Northwestern. Northwestern is good. They are really good, and nobody should overreact with Michigan State. You look at them, all their stats say. They should. They should. They will win. Michigan stats say they got to improve in some areas. And one thing about uh, Tom Izzo, Michigan State, and I agree. Northwestern, I think, what eleven and three now, uh, a really good basketball team. Izzo was just disappointed with defensive performance. And Josh, I know you saw Michigan State last week. Uh, they were on that roll, and the reason this turnaround began was with Baylor and the fact that they played defense, but they hardly played any defense in that loss to Northwestern. They really didn't, and I'll echo your comment. Northwestern's a very good basketball team. Um, Boo Booey is a what a talent. He just. I really wish that was my name doing the huge show. We did that three with Boo Booey. That would fit in real well. (laughs) That would fit well. (laughs) But no, Michigan State just. I think Izzo was disappointed with the effort there. They got beat uh, by fourteen, but that is a good basketball team, and. 
few nights prior to that, I was at the Penn State game with my three boys, and they played well from start to really finish. Really well. They played st- – But defense, from, from right, on both defense, ends. The defense created. Defense offense, right. They created, and they just – they the energy was there. The defense was there. They looked like a different team. They looked like an entirely different team. You know, John, the tough thing is I've had a lot of coaches tell me this, uh, especially at the college level. I think Dick Versace, when I was in Chicago, said trying to keep everybody motivated uh, when you're at a holiday break – when it's the dog days of January, early February is really tough with college kids. Yeah, I would agree. They have way too much time on their hands. The only hard thing they have to do every day is go to practice. I mean, that's it. And so, but during the during the regular, you know, uh, school year, I got to get up. I got study hall. I got class. I got, uh, you know, a lot of other things that I have to do that day. I'm responsible and accountable for. Now I go to practice. It's a, it may be a little bit more of a release. And just sitting around all day and waiting for things to happen. Uh, teams can bond. They can get better during that time. But so this is a difficult period. But uh, they, 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 they got to fight through it because – it's uh, Michigan, Michigan State is better than the, in the game they played the other day, but it, it, that, that will come out. You're going to have games like that. They're going to have I, You know, I thought that they play their hardest. I don't know. I'm not going to judge that. I'm going to judge uh, the fact that Northwestern was really good and had one of those games where you just take your hat off to them, move on to the next game, and said – and and say uh, Northwestern is good. I can't wait till they come to East Lansing, and that's that's the attitude I would have after that game. Uh, Coach Beeline, man, rare form. I think it's jumping in the Big Ten Network studio as an analyst. You see him weekends on the Big Ten Network. He won four Emmys in his first weekend. That's unbelievable. <laughs> he's, he, he's like the Tom Hanks or Denzel Washington of studio analysts. Coach, good stuff today as always. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, going to Michigan State basketball games, going to Michigan football games. He, he's like me when I was growing up. I was a Michigan football fan, but then I like Magic and Kelser and uh, Michigan State basketball. If you don't go to either school, you can be a fan of both. You can. Amen. All right, good stuff, Josh, as always. You're growing into a top-flight broadcaster. I know your kids are listening <laughs> right now. Hey, Sparky. Hey, Joey. Good, yeah. to, good that you're listening. Yes, Thank you, my are. man. All right. <laughs> Thank you, too. Yeah, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, their Grand Rapids office, world headquarters on the east side of the state in Troy. Coach Beeline, uh, enjoy the sunshine down in Florida. We'll see you on the Big Ten Network this weekend, and we'll talk next week. All right. Thanks. Look forward to it. See you, Josh. See you, Huge. All right. Yep. Yeah, say goodbye to Coach. See you, Coach. All right. We got to get everyone to say goodbye. Everyone wants to be warm, fuzzy, feely. Okay. Thank you, Coach. We got to go. All right. Bye now. <laughs> My, like rushing them, Josh. I'm rushing you guys. We got to do this interview. Let's go. Let's go, guys. And also, Josh goes, okay. Okay. We're ready. All right, big man. Good work on air. Okay. Hey, thanks. See you. All right. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder of the Grand Rapids office for Dorn Mayhew joining us, talking hoops each and every week with John Beeline presented by Dorn Mayhew. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We are back in the leadership locker room on the Huge Show across Michigan. We get together with Greg Harris from MaximizeLeadership.com. You can check out that website uh, where he helps businesses and individuals 
become better leaders and also will help businesses grow and contacts mm-hmm. are a big part of any business. I know people will say, well, that's old school. No, it's still new school. Mm-hmm. Bill, great to be on your show. Yeah. So the pipeline is a big deal for all salespeople. It's one of their biggest anxiety buttons. Who do I have to talk to in the next quarter? Can I make my quotas? So one of my keynotes that's very popular, it's very fun, it's great training. It talks about what is a robust pipeline. There's got to be entry and exit points. It's got to be able to flush and flow because you don't want a stagnant pipeline. And the other part about the pipeline, which is great, is remembering to follow up. We hit a lot of things in the keynote that uh, are really good reminders and some really great insights on how to be amazing at sales to serve your customers. Greg Harris, Leadership Locker Room. He joins us here on The Huge Show, MaximizeLeadership.com. If you own a business, run a business. If you're starting a business from the ground floor and you want to move it up, go to MaximizeLeadership.com. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail, vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Save big on fuel with m Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your m fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go check in with the fun governor, Tim McCullough, from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He is standing by. And what's going on, Timmy? Man, we got January Fortune happening every Friday in January from 3 to 10 p.m. Uh, one, uh, this way it works, Bill. Uh, you come in the door, you get your free access club card member, four winners each hour from 3 to 10 p.m. We'll each get selected for a lucky fortune cookie. You can win cash or premium play prizes. You can win up to... $5,000 in cash and $500 in premium play. Good luck to each and every one of you. And then, of course, Saturdays, our winter blitz is on for our truck giveaway. All you got to do is show up from 5 to 11 p.m. for your, win your share of $170,000 in cash and prizes. Uh, really easy to All you have to do is be a lucky Access Club member. 
and get a chance to win. You can be drawn for $2,000 in cash. And if you don't claim your prize, we roll it over to the next drawing until it's claimed. That's what's great. And then on January 27th, we're giving away a 2024 GMC Sierra. It's going to be a beautiful package put on this vehicle. It is going to be a winter blitz like you've never seen before, so you need to get in here on Saturdays in January. And, of course, our entertainment is always off the charts, as you well know. Just coming off the Three Kings Elvis, we got Roots and Boots Tour coming up, which is going to be great. Sammy Kershaw, one of my third, Aaron Tiffin, Colin Ray, you're not going to miss it. You're in the country. This is the show for you. Drew Hill and Genuine will be in the house in our showroom. Two great shows right there. You're in the entertainment. Those guys will entertain. Teresa Caputo Live, February 3rd. That's going to be a great show. She already knows you're coming. Murder Mysteries are back on Thursdays here at Soaring Eagle, February 15th. Check out the website for all the details. It's going to be a great dinner, great day-night opportunity. Jeff Foxworthy on February 16th. Bach and Pops is back on February 17th. That's always a lot of fun for date night. Peter Frampton will be in the house March 16th. Godsmack April 27th. Six May 4th. Chicago is back. May 25th, Outdoors, Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, August 9th. Put that down in the calendars. Jason Aldean will be bringing his whole country madness right here to Soaring Eagle, August 16th. So make sure you come out. It's going to be a heck of a great time outdoors. As we know, Bill, it happens every single year. We do it big, we do it big, we do it big right here. Central Michigan, your spot for entertainment, Bill. Tim McCullough is a fun governor of the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Show tickets, promotions, everything going on. Their new food district with so many cool New food options at Soarin' Eagle. That's set to open up. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. That is SoaringEagleCasino.com. And don't forget about their sister property, the Saganine Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. For those of you listening on 100.9 FM, the Mint in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. Timmy, have a great week. We'll talk in seven days. Stay warm, Bill. Big. Bad.